Welcome to the Life and Times podcast with your host Lloyd Phillips. This is a podcast that's put on for the people, by the people, of the people. I, to be honest, I think I'm the only people. It's all. It's really just going to be me, probably, and uh, occasionally maybe some other people, but. Welcome back to the Lifetimes Podcast. I'm your host, Lloyd Phillips. And I'm Leighton Rowan. Uh, you know, we're here back for another exciting uh, you know, another exciting episode. Super exciting. Yeah, mo- some of the most exciting, intense moments ever spent inside the podcast studio have taken place today. I got the excitement sweats going right now. Yeah, so so many exciting places. This was cool the other day. I was in Pittsburgh, and uh, I went out to this restaurant. Okay, so first of all, I, I didn't, I, I haven't been to a Chinese restaurant in Pittsburgh yet. Uh, so I looked up um, historic, I didn't say historic, best Chinese restaurants. And so it gave me this list, and one of them was called the Chinatown Inn, which, by the way, does not sound like it's the most elaborate restaurant in, uh, in Pittsburgh. And it was at the old Chinatown. There's the backstory. It's the only Chinese restaurant left in old Chinatown. It's the only one. I have a question. Yeah. Um, is that a thing? Like that Pittsburgh is known for is Chinese food? No. Oh, okay. I'm sure I'm sure not. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'm sure it's not because if it, if it were, I mean, Chinatown would not. There's like one one store left. Okay. And it, and it was in the original location. It's been there since like 1920, something like that. So, so I was like, well, I'm going to go there. Well, that sounds pretty good. If it's open that long and it's the only thing left, it's got to be okay. And it is okay. But when I walk in, this lady, she's like, just one? And I'm like, yes. And so she sat down. She sat me, and then I didn't see anybody for probably 10 minutes. And then she rolls up out of nowhere. I'm not really looking around. I'm just thinking, like, you're not that busy. So I thought. And then she just rolls up, and she's like, are you ready? <laughs> like, I'm like, uh, yes. And I wasn't going to just order appetizer. I needed to get it all in because... She, you know, and, and she kind of yelled about it. So, so I just gave it all to her and she asked me the same thing. She's like, large fried rice. Yes. I'm not listening. I can't do the accent. But the, and I was like, yes. And so she walked two steps and then she come back to the table and she said, large. <laughs> yes. And then she walked like two or three steps and turned around one more time. She's like, you said large. Yes. But I think because I ordered an appetizer, uh, uh, Egg drop or soup. Uh, gosh, I can't even talk. I ordered appetizer. I ordered soup, and I ordered an entree. I think she probably just couldn't believe what was going yeah, on. Yeah, she was confused on why you're ordering that much food. <laughs> yeah, for like one person. Why, yeah, why? Are you, what are you doing? Uh, <laughs> well, I was gonna. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing, guy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So uh, th- that's what happened, and then she walked off. Well, uh, I'll just fast forward. She was rude to the table behind us. Rude to another one. One guy got up. And he's like, yeah, let me just pay. And she's like, no, no, you no pay. Because he was uh, mad about it. Yeah. He's like, no, I'm going to pay. Just give me the, just let me pay. Yeah. Just let me, I'm not doing this. Just let me. 
And there was an argument, and she was mad about it, and he walks off. And then I hear her cussing the guy when she walks by my table, yelling to the bartender that's in the back of the restaurant, <laughs> cussing about the guy that just walked out. Oh, my. I'm assuming in Chinese. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the language. You didn't get your Google Translate out real quick on no, the phone? No, no, but she wasn't happy about it. Anyway, so I like that in its story, if you were, like, waiting for some excitement, none of that. None of that was exciting. Yeah. I don't even know why I told you five minutes of that. <laughs> just to get to this part. So yeah. when I walk up to pay. Um, <laughs> oh, no. No. I know why I told you the story. This is why I told you the story. I'm sorry, everybody. I got a little sidetracked. There was a couple behind me. And I'm going to guess from just listening to their conversation, because they were in the booth right behind me, that it was probably their first date. Mm. Uh, just uh, Because the initial questions they were asking – would not be something that if you've known any if you've known each other for a while you wouldn't be asking those same questions. So I'm assuming it's a first date, and then and then those those small talk led to them talking about coffee. Now the reason that it was annoying that they were talking about coffee is because I'm going to do it right here while I'm telling this story. She starts talking like I only like dark roast coffee. He's like I love medium roast coffee. She's like, the coffee I drink, I like to put these ingredients in it. A coffee I drink. Uh, what I'm trying to do, and I can't even do it justice, is I, I think in a, in a one sentence, in a ten-word sentence, they use coffee three times. Yeah. Every time, they, you don't have to say coffee. Everybody knows the topic. I'm not even in your conversation. I'm a table in front of you. I know the topic of conversation. You don't have to say coffee. Every sentence is like, yeah, the coffee I drink, and the coffee I do, and the coffee... Everybody knows what you're talking about. Yeah. So it's real annoying. Right? So then it ended after about 20 minutes of solid coffee talk. Coffee talk. Remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like solid coffee talk. I had had enough of it. Uh, and it, and I thought because, but they got real intense with the topic. Mm -hmm. It was 20 minutes of silence. <laughs> after that? Oh, yeah. They had nothing else to talk about. They got so excited talking about coffee. I don't know if anything else they had talked about previous. Uh, they, I don't think it was going to last. Um, but here's what, why I knew it was going to last. They talked about coffee for 20 minutes, probably 15 minutes of silence, no exaggeration. And then they started talking about cats. Uh, oh, they're back in the game. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Coffee and cats. Uh, it's a real strong relationship. These people are, was it the same uh, relationship that you spied on at the bar? Look, these people are going to be real successful in their <laughs> life. I'm going to guess. <laughs> but right now for anybody, that's like, uh, for anybody that's saying like, well, I like coffee and I like cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I got to be honest. I like the taste of coffee, but I can only drink decaf I, because uh, uh, caffeinated coffee makes my heart flutter. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, I love coffee or the taste of it. I just literally can't drink it. And, you know, I'm like years into this. It's not like it just happened. And uh, I like I like cats, but not like... Um, I don't want a cat in my house. Yeah. If you have a cat in your house, it's fine. I probably love your cat. If you, you know, if you're my friend, uh, do I even have a friend that has a cat in their house? Let me think here. I don't know. I don't know if I have any friends that have cats in their house. Not off the top of my head, real, you know, talking real fast. So I'm not saying that. I'm just saying if these are the only two topics of conversation, <laughs> it's real solid. Oh yeah. I guarantee these people, they're probably furries. Is Good. what I'm doing. <laughs> That's where I'm going with that. Oh. Oh, speaking of first, uh, so uh, that was that was like on a Monday or Tuesday night. Wednesday, I, it's the every Wednesday, Joe to go to Joe's Crab Shack. 
And uh, there's this lady, and she was just standing there. She wasn't even seated. And uh, she starts talking uh, to the waitress, who's our waitress. We're, we're just right there by this. Anyway, so she then injects herself into me and my buddy's conversation. And uh, it was just a lady waiting on her daughter, who was next door, to get out of this gaming interview. They were look, like internship. They were mm-hmm. looking for kids, and she had this 19-year-old daughter. Well, 19-year-old walks in, and when she walks in, I thought, oh, <laughs> she that's not who I expected because now we'd have conversations with this lady. Uh, she's a retired pediatrician, and, uh, you know, I just thought her, her daughter was some kind of game designer or whatever. So, And she possibly could have been, but she walks in. And uh, within three minutes, I discover, <laughs> I don't know how the conversation got led that way, um, but I, uh, somebody said something about nothing to do in Pittsburgh, and I said, oh, that's how it went. And I'm like, that's not true. I was like, actually, uh, the furry convention uh, is coming to Pittsburgh this summer. Like, that's going to be a big deal. And the daughter stalled out and looked at me, and she's like, wait, she's 19. I think she had a nose ring, and her hair's dyed black. And she's like, wait. How do you know that? I'm like, <laughs> which is actually probably a good question. Like, yeah. why I know that? Oh, because the people where, where I where I work at, somebody told me like, oh, the furry convention's coming to town, yeah. and they talk about it all the time. So, so I didn't I didn't go all in depth. I just said, yeah, I, of course, everybody's heard of it. Yeah, everybody knows that. Yep. She just said, that's weird. You brought that up. I just came out to my mom two weeks ago that I'm a furry, and I said, what? You're just looking at this little short girl. I said, she's like, for people's uh, mental picture, she's like emo type. Yeah. And I said, um, I was like, what? She's like, I just came out two weeks ago. My mom doesn't even understand it. I'm a husky. You're not. You're not a husky. No, you. No, you're not. You might wear 36 huskies, but you're not. <laughs> but you're not a husky. I can guarantee you that. So that's what she said. So that's my that's my first time to meet a real life furry. A real life one. Wow. Oh yeah. Not, she didn't look like a husky, but apparently she <laughs> identifies. She, I guess. <laughs> yeah, that just happened this week. I'm I'm I totally uh, why did I even tell that story? Because I didn't even finish the other story. Yeah, we were talking about the the mad uh Chinese restaurant. Waitress. Yeah, I'm sorry, listen, anybody. Yeah, fast forward. I'm sitting at the counter. Uh, by the way, not, not at Joe's Crab Shack. Back to the Chinese restaurant. Yes. Sorry, I got a little carried away, people. And uh, there were, multi, I mean, 15 photos. There were 15 photos of um, Agents of the Shield and uh, just Marvel just Marvel memorabilia, but they were all signed. And so I asked the waitress, not the mean one. It was a yeah. younger lady checking me out. I wouldn't have spoke if it was the older lady because I didn't like her already. I've ruled her out of my life. Yeah. And so I was like, hey, man, have these people – because I thought there were so many posters, I thought they possibly filmed that thing in Pittsburgh. Oh, okay. So, so I said – I was like, did these people all come eat here? And she said, oh, yes. Uh, uh, she's like – and it kept – there was – uh, a lot of photos. I'm going to try to say it right, but I think it's Ming Na Win. Mm-hmm. Ming Na Win. Uh, but she's been in a, a whole bunch of different films, animated films, TV shows, movies. Um, and she's like, yes, uh, her her dad owns this restaurant. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
So I thought that was cool. That is cool. It's not enough to bring me back because that lady's mean, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I thought that it was filmed there. That girl's dad owns the place. That is cool. Which means if that thing's been there since 1920, Ming-Na I'm going to guess probably uh, was a waitress at that place probably, at one point. Probably, yeah. And probably nicer than that old lady. Yeah, well, was the food okay? Yeah, the food. Yeah, the food was okay. But you know, when you go to those, when it's not a chain, I mean, when something's a chain, you know it's going to taste like taste the same all over. Yes. You go to a new restaurant, hot and sour soup is what I could not spit out earlier. I I always order that no matter where I go, and yeah, I mean, I thought that was pretty good. The chicken fried rice wasn't, you know, wasn't the flavor I was looking for, but it yeah. was, but it was okay. Like it was enough to where I would go back. It's, yeah. I just I wasn't for something that was historic, and I'm. And once I figured out what it was, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I don't know how it survived since 1920. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, anyway, what was I? I don't know. It's talking about food. Food and furries. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Those people talking about cats and coffee. I, You know, like when, okay, you get a mental picture of what you think they look like. And we're not judging people if you look like them. It's not my fault. But I, I, yeah, it's I, your parents' I, fault. I had, I had an idea in my mind because I'm listening to this for 40 minutes before I get up and turn around, and I just like they gotta look like uh, this, you know, like they're furries or whatever. <laughs> so I'm like, and so I stood up, <laughs> I stood up, and I, I didn't stare at them. I just wanted to glance real fast just to see if I was accurate. Um, I was pretty accurate. Yeah. They amazingly did not have their hair dyed, but all the rest of it was exactly what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. But no hair dye. Hair yeah. dye hair dye this this <laughs> in the current world, when you dye your hair. I don't know why people want to dye their hair and then just leave it in there to where it fades out, where it just makes your hair look fried. Dirty blonde and, and dirty. whatever faded color. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, you should just go full platinum like a cousin. <laughs> she only rolls full platinum. <laughs> That's right. Thank you for bringing that up, Layton. Anyway, what, what, did you have anything exciting this week? Uh, I think we got a speak pipe. Oh shoot! We <laughs> thirteen minutes in. So every week, every week we're like, "Hey, we're gonna do the, the speak pipe at the top of the show." So then you know everybody can listen to it, and then we 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 never do. Yeah, because it would encourage you to go to speak pipe speakpipe.com backslash life and times. Yeah. If we played it at the first, knowing everybody would hear it at, and uh, I forgot to push it. Let's just see what happens. Uh, this is audio by it's the queen. Is that? Yeah, it's the queen. So what happens with these is you can, you can go to speakpipe.com backslash life and podcast or no, no, no backslash life and times. It's not a sponsor. You go on there and it's on your phone and all you have to do is push record, leave us a message and then you can leave in your name, nickname, whatever you want to leave in. And then it sends to us. I proof them, obviously, so nothing inappropriate ends up on the show or something controversial. And then Lloyd hears it live for the first time. All right, here we go. You ready for this? Yeah. Well, hello, Lloyd and Leighton. This is the Queen speaking of England. I was just informed that... You boys were curious about the importance of the role of the monarchy. And I, as a little bit, have been called before 
wanted to say it is very important and everybody loves us in England and abroad too. You should care about us in America. Um, my husband Charles, or son Charles, <laughs> the king now, uh, however I am related to him, I am happy to be retired and would love um, I, I might actually be dead. I, I, I forgot. I might be dead. But if I'm not dead, I'd love to come see Locust Grove. You see, I love groves of trees. Like in the palace gardens. So please, let me know what airport to fly into to land in Locust Grove. Thank you. Why do we entertain that? <laughs> I just thought it would be cool to have the queen on the podcast. The same person calls in every week, and what you guys don't know is it doesn't make the show, because normally I, <laughs> you know, like whatever face I got. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, uh, so so there's that. Are you going to answer a question? What airport can you fly in to, to get to Lucas Grove? The nearest airport uh, to to Locust Grove is in Pryor, Oklahoma. Okay. Yeah, a little tiny one there. Um, I don't remember what it is. Here's the, here's what I remember about this. Um, growing up in Locust Grove, my dad uh, worked in the industrial park in like Pryor, uh, Oklahoma. And all I ever remember, I don't know how much truth there is to it. I think it took place either when I was alive or right before I was born. Um but there was this this factory right beside where Dad's uh, manufacturing plant was, and there was a plane crash, and they ran into this building. Now I'd have to fact check that. I don't know, but that's uh, there's an airport there. Oh, the plane ran into the building. I think so. Hmm. I've never heard anything about. Hold that. up, let's just take a brief time out here. Let's see if I can get this story. Yeah. Hello. Hey, Dad. Yeah. Hey, uh, are you asleep? Yeah. Please. I'm gonna need you to have a little more pep than that. I got a question. You're on. You're live on a podcast right now. Okay. Um. Do you? Is it true? I don't remember that there is a factory, and I don't. I don't. I have no idea what they make. There's a white building uh, going towards Shoto, whatever direction that is, south, um, close to where you used to be. Was there a plane crash and that crashed into that building? Yeah. That's, they hit the old fabric that building. Okay, so that so that's real. I didn't make that up. Yeah, it took off, and river was they were trying to uh, take off with the wind. And about the time they touched down out there, they said it was a DEA string operation, it was, and so it was they what? ran out there in their black vehicles. Yeah, at the airport, and they said they landed. They took right on off. Uh, the opposite way they should, and they couldn't get up and bank into the building. Uh, how long ago was that? Was I born, or was that before I was born? No, you were born. It was probably in the late 80s. It was, I mean, I'm not arguing. I'm asking you. It was in the late 80s? I would have remembered that. Yeah. Did uh, Was it on the news? Yeah. Huh. You yeah, said it was a... A sting operation? They didn't say what happened, but that's what they were saying. What kind of sting operation? Uh, DEA was going to make a drug bust. Flying in drugs to the airport. Wait, so so it, was, it wasn't it was just like regular people? It was a... 
it was like runners. Yeah. Oh, well, that's. Anyway, that that was a rumor. Whether it was or not, I have no idea. Hmm. One of them was still sitting in a seat out in the middle of the highway. Oh. Sixty-nine well, highway. Well, that's because he didn't want to unbuckle. He didn't want to get a seatbelt ticket. <laughs> so, yeah. so, all right. Well, I was just checking. Well, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get off here. I appreciate you adding that the input there. Okay. Have a blessed day. All right. Bye. Bye. I love you. Love you. Bye. Yeah, uh, say you love your, say you love your dad. Yeah, is that Ming to win? Was Ming to win there doing the buff? Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder how long that guy sat in the seat. <laughs> in the seat. <laughs> yeah, he's like, you're not getting me for a seatbelt ticket. <laughs> <laughs> I was buckled up before I was about to run those drugs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, I, he said that was like an eighty. I mean, he would know that his office was right there, but I don't. I knew that happened, but I. I mean, I thought I was real little when I heard that story. Well, how old you would you have been in the late eighties? Uh, I don't nine or ten. Oh, okay, so old enough to definitely remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I've and I've seen that building from those times. Yeah, and I don't recall ever there being a hole in the side of it. Oh, well, maybe he's a little foggy. He just woke up from a nap. So yeah, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you interrupted his nap, so maybe it was a little foggy. Yeah, he sounded rough, didn't he? <laughs> yeah. yeah, Dad, uh, hey, um, it's uh, it's 5 o'clock. <laughs> so, not, not time yet. Right now I'm smoking. Oh, I mean, everybody knows, like, I don't do the show the morning it comes out, so obviously it's Sunday, even though it's Monday when you hear it, but I'm smoking meats right now. Yeah. I'm in the middle of it. Uh, I got a Traeger. Uh, that's what I'm smoking meats on. And I know some people like to haul out those big pits and all mm-hmm. that, which I've said on the show probably 10 times, but my friend Cody, it's just a reminder, fantasy football draft, we had this smoking meats competition, and this guy named Leon, he used a Traeger, and Cody got out there like at 4 in the morning uh, picking out the right woods and creating the right smoke, and then we had this uh, the taste test, and Cody's lost. Cody lost to a Traeger? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When they hit that, when that Traeger hits that super smoke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's when it really just. Yeah, they're not ready for that. <laughs> yeah. That'll shut down most barbecue restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> At least it did Cody's. He had a barbecue stand when that happened. He shut it down. Yeah. Yeah, the whole deal went under. Yeah, I'd that. be embarrassed too. They, they said smoking guns got beat by a Traeger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the thing that'll happen. I'm going to send Ming to win out there and see if. They, oh, yeah. They test take, it. You yeah. should send that waitress out there. Yeah, I mean that was. I I don't like to walk. I don't know if it makes me lazy or. When I'm in Pittsburgh, when I'm downtown, I just like to Uber. I don't want to walk anywhere. You don't like walking here. I mean, well, technically here. We're just like in a housing addition, so I don't want to do that anyway. Yeah, that's true. But that you know where I live. So let's just say where I live, people have um. Like, there's a bunch of housing additions because we live in like a school district. Basically, it's not really a town. Yeah, there's no post office. No. Nope. Uh, so, I wish, I wish the, and maybe you can't. You'd have a bunch of kids or whatever. But I wish they had legalized golf carts. Oh man! Even if you like, just like a city city thing. Yeah. And and so still, if you still make it legal, because that would eliminate you know the eight year olds driving it around the thing, but. You know how much cooler this place would be to live if the city issued golf cart permits? Yes. Well, and for to give even more context to it, 
we live in a neighborhood and the only things that we have in this town are half a mile away. So you wouldn't even be driving. There's no main road to even right. drive on. You know what I mean? Everything is on this side and well, it's just around the corner. Well, for, for us, but there is the other side that's of the highway. True, that's true. That's true. But it, so, so I guess officially you'd have to drive across the highway but there's a stoplight, yes. so it's not like you're trying to make it. No. Yeah. So, yeah, I wish they would do that. That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. I mean, that the state already. We live in Oklahoma. The state already legalized the um, like those side by sides. Yeah. But honestly, even though I thought that would be a bigger thing, and I don't know if it's like for insurance purposes, but I only see I've seen like four, four or five. I mean, the amount of times I get stuck behind a traf- uh, a tractor that goes three miles an hour trying to cross that intersection, I mean, there's no way that that's safer than a golf cart. No, and you know why? Because <laughs> speaking of tractors, so uh, where, where I grew up, there's there's a lot of Amish people. You might call it Amish. It's fine. <laughs> there's a lot of Amish people out there. Uh, maybe I heard it on a movie. And, yeah. and uh, But driving behind them, I don't know how it's safe because the plexiglass they use to look out of um, looks like it's 23 years old and yep. it's scratched. I don't know how they can see out yep. of the plexiglass. Like, it's terrible. Oh, yeah. It's not clean. No. Yeah, I don't I mean, so uh, it's got to be safer to have a golf cart. Maybe this is the push to legalize golf Maybe. carts. I don't There's a couple places. Um, Port A, Texas. You ever been there? Port mm-hmm. Aransas? Yeah, that golf carts are legal there. On the streets, like just. Hmm. I mean, uh, in Newport, Rhode Island, because it's a real touristy town and it's a smaller town and it's kind of like off the coast. Um, it's not golf carts. I guess they're more like they're kind of like more side by sides and slingshots, but then they also have like scooters that. I want a slingshot. Those are so cool. I l- I want a slingshot. You know what? I was gonna buy one. Um, about. Oh, I, there was a whole podcast about it. I, I mean, it was a while ago, so mm-hmm. I'll just rehash it, but in case anybody's new listening, I wanted to buy this slingshot, and I was dead serious. I was going to make a YouTube channel out of it because I was going to roll it rain or shine. I don't know if, if it was 30 or 100, <laughs> yeah. and I was going to record myself the whole time. And and it, it probably would have, honestly, I feel like it would have gained some traction because had I been out there and it was like 110, I would have just been mad at life. I've been sweating, <laughs> and I was just going to do it. That was what I was going to do. And the only reason I did it, it would have worked for me, but I also want to take road trips with it. Oh, yeah. I think that'd be awesome. The passenger side, uh, where your legs would go, it's shorter than the driver's side. Oh, so you can't you can't extend your legs. Yeah, at all. That would suck. No, if you, I mean, if you, <laughs> if you were dating a little person, she would be fine. Yeah. If you're dating a regular sized person, there's no way. There, you'd have you could never stretch your legs out. Oh yeah, I couldn't do that. No, and I wanted it for like ride from here to California. Yeah, so I just don't. That wouldn't have worked. No, been fine for me to put my bags down there. That's only if I'm by myself. Yeah, but if I was going to put my wife in there or my friends, I, I wouldn't have wanted to ride from here to forty miles. Yeah, so that's that was actually the reason that I got discouraged with the whole thing. That would have been awesome. Um, so how about you tell the people why you think that what would in a scenario that you and LeBron James would get in a fight, what would happen? So well, let's just, cause that came out of nowhere. Unlike my transition about uh, King Chuck last week, <laughs> yeah. uh, taking a shower, whatever <laughs> I said. Um, so the other <laughs> night Layton's out there, let's just, 
Layton's like, hey, man, uh, I got something to show you. And he got this new outdoor furniture. And he was telling me because he's been talking about it a while and it was out there. He's like, but we got to hang the TV. That in itself was an event. Uh, I don't think he's plugged the holes in the wall, but we, we put a couple in there trying to find these studs uh, so we could hang the TV. Well, we did. So we set out back and he, we were watching the basketball game. And, and then there was something where this past week, LeBron James said, uh, I don't flop or we don't flop. My team does. And I played in the league 20 years. None of my teams have ever been floppers, which by the way, he's the biggest flopper of all time. Uh, by allegedly, far. allegedly. Yeah. Well, listen, we all know Layton gets all passionate about basketball on these people. And he's not really fighting with me about it because it's, not, there are so many videos of somebody waving their hands in front of his face. He gets like, poked in the eye like sometimes six inches away and he throws his whole head backwards and lays there. It's strategic. So here's how it goes. We're watching this play. It's not, I don't know the exact buildup. No, doesn't, doesn't matter. I don't know the quarter, but LeBron James goes up for a layup. He did actually get hit that time in the face, but either way, he laid on the ground and he flopped around for about a couple of minutes. So as he's doing that, nobody ever actually knows if he's hurt because he does that even if nobody actually touches him. Go back and look at YouTube videos where nobody touched him, and he'll he'll flop on the ground and he'll turn around, he'll roll around and kick his legs. Yeah, it's a. <laughs> if you've already sold the foul. They already called the foul. They've already blown the whistle. Why do you continue to roll around for a minute and a half? Like, you already, you, you have accomplished your goal. The point is, he's like laying around, and it's like the little boy that cried wolf. And I tell Leighton, I'm like, people wouldn't know if he's, oh, by the way, in that minute and a half while he's laying on the ground, not one Lakers trainer ran over to him. No. That in itself tells me, like, <laughs> even the trainers, well, well, if he lays there four minutes, then we know it's legitimate. <laughs> even, no, even further, even the teammates, they were just kind of standing there just looking at him like, yeah, because are they, you good or are you not? And that's the truth because they all know, like, oh, that's what LeBron does. He, he, he'll he lay there for a minute. Yeah. So all that, that's the backstory. And then and then I was watching that in disgust, and then I tell Leighton, I'm like, I don't, I don't know if I started with, you know what's sad, but possibly is what I said. I'm like, you know what's sad? He's like, what? I'm like, LeBron James could beat me up in five or six seconds. Like, uh, no doubts. He would annihilate me in probably five seconds. But if I punch him one time in the face, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> Just one time. Just one time. Even if it didn't knock him out, he's going to roll over. <laughs> And flop on the ground for like a minute and a half. Probably, probably four minutes if you actually yeah. hit it. Yeah. So, and then you won the fight. Yeah. So there's a shot I could beat up LeBron yeah. James. Is what I guess what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's 6'8", about 260. There's a shot I could get him. I just got to get him first. And just one swipe across the nose. and he's, Yeah. I don't even got to hit him hard. Yeah. Yeah. Just, one, uh, just a swipe. Yeah. <laughs> if I could just swipe at his cheek. Get him with two fingers. Hell yeah. I mean, I, people would think I was Kung Fu Panda. Oh, yeah. Kung Fu Panda. If I just, like, hit him with one finger and he just – and his whole head snaps back and he and – he, <laughs> And he falls on the ground face down like this. Yeah, he flies backwards, then rolls over and does <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they're like, did he just caduce LeBron James? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, the guy's unbelievable. Yeah. I, I mean, unbelievably great. Yeah, yeah. He, you're right. He is the best flopper of all time, hands down. Because I, I, we all know Michael Jordan's greatest player ever. Even though what, it, what's his face beside me is acting like it's not true. But one thing that uh, that nobody's actually arguing, he's the greatest flopper of all time. 
I could argue that. Oh, who's a big, who's a bigger one? Mono Ginobili. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. A uh, very. What's that guy's name? LeBron played with him in Cleveland. He was the center uh, with the Roman noodle hair. Lopez? No, no, no. Virgil? Roman noodle hair? <laughs> yeah. Roman noodle? Yeah, that's what my grandpa calls it. Roman noodle hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, anyways. Yeah, LeBron flops. Who cares? Get over it. Anyway, well, um, all right. Well, I guess uh, we'll get off here. Is that a thing we're doing? Uh, shout out, yeah, shout out to our wives. Happy Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Wives. Happy Mother's Day yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yesterday. Yeah. And by the way, just if we're just doing random shout outs here. Yeah. <clears throat> I got a Howie's Hideout shirt on. What is that? Oh, it's the finest little bar and restaurant uh, this side of the Mississippi, located right outside of Beaumont, Texas, there in Sour Lake, Texas. Wow. Oh, right out there. It's a fine, fine place there. Real family environment. It's very, it's a nice quality shirt. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Real family environment. Uh, great food, great drinks, everybody. Check it out. Howie's Hideout. Did you get me one? Sour Lake, Texas. Oh, yeah. It's oh, in got, the mail. It's in the mail. It's in the mail. Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. Uh, put Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame and um, love everybody and have a good week. church family. It's good to talk with you. <laughs>